John Jereka on SAFM. It's a muted first hour of the show today as we celebrate the life of Gugu Zulu. We're unapologetically giving an hour of our show to Gugu Zulu today, who passed away on Monday trying to climb Kilimanjaro for a charity that he was really, really fond of. And I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, it's great to be with you, and thank you very much for joining us. And for the next hour, we're going to be celebrating a great man. And this was put together by SABC News. I'm very disappointed today. <laughs> to say that I did not deliver to, to that promise to all the families and friends that I had promised to deliver. I hope that I was going to impart my experience to lead all the 40 climbers safely up and down that mountain. I made a joke and I said, well, I may be called Simba, which means lion, but I don't eat humans. But today I do feel like I've eaten one of them. And I'm not very proud of myself. hotel on the morning of Thursday he was looking at me and I went to him and I said are you feeling okay he said I've got a scratchy throat and I said when did that start he said no it started now I said okay take some throat lozenges get some vitamin C and let's see if we can hit this on the head very quickly when we got to camp that night I went to him I said how are you feeling now he said no a bit better the lozenges are working I said great let's get a good night's rest we've got a big hike the next day This will encourage more climbers to go on that mountain in honor of Gugu in the coming years. Who did what uh, he had promised uh, himself to do back in 2010 with Spusiso. It took him six years to get there. Little did he know that was his final destination. To South Africa, I'd like to say that I'm really sorry that I didn't bring Kukuzuru alive. Recruiting him was something that I thought because of uh, his selflessness that he would do this thing. And I want to say to all of you, that I'm, I'm deeply hurt. I took this thing really badly. Tragedies in life do happen. Some are kept, some are not. We know and we have read of stories of life that other people never made it in life when trying to climb either Everest or Kilimanjaro. But today it happened to us as this nation that we have lost one of our own, our beloved Gugu. Sunday night was summer night. Around 6 o'clock I was called to come and see him because he had vomited. 
They gave him an intravenous injection for nausea. I went to check on him about 45 minutes later. He said he was feeling much better. I said, okay, Google, get some sleep. Around about 8 o'clock, I heard a loud shout and screaming. They were calling me. I went to him and he was, had a raspy, graspy breathing. He had a strong pulse. And I shouted to Richard. I said, Richard, get a stretcher. We have to get this man to a hospital as soon as possible. We all make this decision by ourselves for a cause that we want to make a better South Africa. And that's what Gugu did this for. He did this for a better South Africa. And it's the least we can do is go out there, get out of our comfort zones and, and climb a mountain. And that's why he did it. South Africans and the late Gugu did it for a good cause. So as we mourn, we should also celebrate a life well lived. We met here when we took a selfie together. Then Gugu said, you still owe me coffee. When I come back, that's the first thing I want to do. Have coffee with you so that I can tell you about my big idea of making a difference in many people's lives. I never had that coffee with Gugu. I spoke to Gugu's sister before I got in the plane. They were going to go and perform some rituals. And I said, when you speak to Gugu, when you speak to his spirit, tell him he still owes me coffee. And tell him that I will be back on Kilimanjaro next year to come and have coffee with him. And I'll reconnect with his spirit up there. It is tragic, but it will remain for us in history forever and ever. A story of a young man, together with brave South Africans, climbed a mountain, not for recreation, but for goodwill. Climbing a mountain to liberate others to live a better life. Sports Minister Fakilem Balula finishing off that uh, story about the trek for Mandela. You heard some of the people that were involved uh, climbing the mountain with him there. Let's chat with somebody that knew him very well. They were in business together with Gas Sport. His name is Stephen Watson, joins us on the line. Stephen, your memories of Gugu Zulu? Sure. That's a, that's a big question, where to start. There's so many amazing memories over the years that, that I've known him you know, in his sporting career in the various disciplines that he participated in to life away from the circuit with his beautiful wife and daughter. He was an amazing guy. Um, I think the one the, the one component of characteristic that really stands out about Gugu is, is evident in the love that's pouring out across the nation for him is his selflessness. He was a giver. Irrespective of what he had or didn't have, he always gave the best of himself he used his name to expose others or other charities uh, and used and gave of his time to to assist others and, and to help their causes. I think what Fakilem Balula said at the end there is very important. He wasn't doing it for fun. It might have been for fun, but he was doing it for a reason. He always seemed to have a reason to do something. The Absa Cape Epic that he, that he wrote in, he was always doing it to help somebody else, wasn't he? 
and that's just it. Everything that he touched, he attached uh, giving to it, whether whether it was riding the Cape Epic, whether it was the 94.7, whether it was going up the mountain. Um, he always had a cause. He always had um, a charity that he wanted to expose through, through whatever he was doing. And, and, you know, to the extent that if you go through his Facebook page, uh, all of it is about, or majority of it is about the things that he was doing, things that he and the Sechel were doing as the adventure company, uh, uh, couple to give, to create awareness. And um, this, isn't, this isn't a guy who, you know, this is not Bill Gates uh, who's donating cash and uh, for good causes. This is a man who is a humble man and gave his time and his name to everything that he did. And I think, you know, what's so significant for me is that the day that God called on him is the same day that God took Tata Madiba away from us as a nation. And for me, it's kind of so symbolic that as South Africa, we woke up to this tragic and shocking news on Madiba Day. But there's some significance in that. And whilst on completely different levels and in completely different spaces in their lives, from a political fight and a fight for the nation to just this humble guy, who gave to a number of key causes and used his name in his time, was to pass on that same day and, and, and as a result have this pouring out of love and gratitude from the nation is so poignant for me. And it almost gives me some peace that in his passing, the nation has recognized that even a humble man can give and create a difference. And, and you know, there's, there's scripture around this and there's, stories around it, that how do you change a nation? Well, you can start with yourself and set an example as one man. And one man can make a difference in history. He's taught, taught us that. And Google was doing that in his own space. But in many ways, we a lot of us didn't actually see the significance of that. But that is certainly come to light. The question I'm going to ask everybody that uh, I'm going to talk to in this hour is, what are you going to do to continue Google's legacy? So um, we have formed with the family, uh, the Google Zulu Family Trust. And as a close friend, the first thing that I want to do, uh, and with the family, of course, and his close friends, is to ensure that his beautiful daughter, Laletu, uh, is secure. His beautiful wife, uh, Soho, is a sudden and... Uh, overnight widow, and what I want to do is to make sure the means are there as Google would have liked to provide as a father for his family and their security. But he was bigger than that, and this is, again, the, the overall message you've had from from the family and his friends over the week. He was bigger than that. He was a giver. And if we are able to take his name and create a legacy in any shape or way, form, and to continue giving in his name, then that's something that we must all do to participate. So as a man who gave and gave, we've created the first vehicle, and I'm sure there will be more to come, that those whose lives he touched uh, in South Africa and indeed around the world, and we, we've had messages coming from America, from from Europe, um, we can support him, we can give back now, and we can ensure that his family are secure and that we can continue his good name working on the causes 
that he stood for and was passionate about. Stephen, good chatting to you. Thanks for sharing your memories with us. Stephen Watson is a business partner, or was a business partner with Gugu Zulu, uh, with Gas Sports, close friend of Gugu and the family as well. Uh, the G and the, the G is for Gugu in Gas Sport. You were there, FM. We're doing a tribute to Gugu Zulu today. SMS is coming in as well. Uh, Rashad in Durban, thank you very much for your messages and uh, suddenly taking it quite difficultly. I was having a lot of fun up until now. Let's go back to Monday now. It was a difficult sports rap show for Brad Brown and producer um, Siobhan Chetty they spoke to a number of people we'll be putting them in in this hour as well let's hear from South African racing driver Stephen Simpson Stephen Simpson joins us Stephen thank you for for being part of the show and uh, part of this tribute to to an incredible man first up our condolences to you I know that you knew Gugu quite well as well and it's been a a pretty rough day for for everyone hasn't it it has, Brad. Uh, gee, I wish we were talking under different circumstances, but uh, yeah, I, I got a call and text message at four o'clock this morning, um, and uh, yeah, uh, been uh, my mind's been racing and reminiscing on all the good times. Stephen, even though you guys race different sort of styles of, of cars and, and categories, the South African motorsport fraternity is a, a pretty small family, and everyone does actually know everyone. And uh, you, you knew Gugu quite well. And uh, like I said, Tavon, what, what are your memories of, of Gugu? Oh, yes, uh, lots of good memories, not only at the racetrack, but um, actually more of them with Gugu away from the racetrack. Uh, we never... We never raced against each other, but uh, got to know Gugu about 16 years ago now when um, when I just moved out of go-karting, and he was uh, just starting his motor racing career as well, and our friendship grew, and, uh, and I called him a, a very close friend of mine. Look, looking at how your careers progressed and, and how Gugu's did, you obviously went to broad and, and race. Gugu decided to stay here. I know he did have ambitions to, to try and get overseas. As as far as a, a driver goes, he, even like I say, you, 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 you raced in different sort of classes and different cars. He, he was a, a fierce competitor on the track, wasn't he? Oh, absolutely. Uh, he was doing what he loved. He was so passionate about motorsport. Uh, and, and, you know, it was just, uh, it was just last week we were talking about how he can be making the move over and, uh, doing something more internationally. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, our last conversations were when he was at the airport, uh, last week heading over and we had a, a bunch of exciting things that we were going to be talking about and, uh, when he was going to return and, uh, and he certainly had big, big motorsport aspirations. Um, so uh, definitely, definitely a career cut short very, very soon. And um, and also to his family. I mean, that's uh, he he loved them more than anything. Stephen, you you mentioned lots of great times away from the track with with Gugu, and it, it's so funny you say that because we we spoken to Janiel de Villiers tonight. We've also spoken to Adrian Zahagen. <laughs> Both of them said exactly the same thing. Their, their memory of Gugu will be his smile and just what a, a nice guy he was. He was just a, a really, really top bloke. And I'm sure you feel exactly the same way about him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, many of the times we would meet up at uh, O.R. Tambo Airport when I was flying back overseas. And uh, he would uh, meet me at the airport for a quick catch-up and... Um, 
you know, one of the other things that uh, I suppose sums up Gugu uh, about two years ago when my wife and uh, and my mother-in-law were, were in South Africa planning our wedding, and uh, they landed in, in Johannesburg on their way home, and their flight was cancelled back over to the States. So they were stuck at Joburg Airport and uh, never been to Johannesburg before. And um, as soon as Gugu found out that they were stuck at the airport, he dropped everything, went to pick them up, and uh, took them on a, a tour around Johannesburg, went to Mandela House and Santon and spent the entire day and evening with them. So, uh, you know, that's just uh, uh, one brief example of what Gugu was like and how we're going to remember it. Yeah, I mean, incredible story that as well. But he, he also did lots of, of great things. And, and if you think about this trip in particular, the, the trek for Mandela and, and what they were trying to achieve by 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 summiting Mount Kilimanjaro, he's he's been very involved in, in various charities. Uh, I think of the, the Dipshit Mountain Bike Academy and the youngsters uh, like William Makobo, who he, he took under his wing and, and the inspiration and the hope he's provided to those uh, young kids. And, and he's just as much as he loved motorsport he's just left his mark and he's done so much more hasn't he oh absolutely i mean he's uh role model is is not the right word because he's so much more than that um you know he's a proudly south african inspiration and uh and like you said brad he was doing so much more out of his rally car or, or race car whichever he was in and uh, making such an impact to so many lives. And I, I feel like this his trip to Mount Kilimanjaro and what they were doing it for and, and, and the charity, it, it was really just uh, just the start. Um, you know, but his, uh, his legacy is going to live on. He's certainly not going to get forgotten and, uh, and, and just such a, such a great guy. In 40, 50 years from now, if I have to ask you, if look back and, and think of Gugu Zulu, what, what will you remember about Gugu? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, it's funny, Brad. Every, every five minutes of my day today, I've been uh, thinking about the good times. And really, all the, t- all the time spent with Gugu were good times. Uh, he always had a smile on his face. Uh, so they're, they're probably going to be a lot of stories and, and memories that I'm going to going to think of. Um, I remember about ten years ago he came over to Indianapolis to visit me and watch the Indy 500, which was just such a such a great experience for both of us to experience together. And uh, I mean, in 40 or 50 years, I'm probably going to going to be thinking just as fondly of Gugu then as I as I do now and as I have done in the past. Motor Racing's uh, superstar, really, Stephen Simpson from Indianapolis, chatting to Brad Brown on Tuesday about Gugu Zulu. That was the one thing that always amazed me about Gugu. He always had a smile on his face. doesn't matter what. He was always such a happy man. Shout out to somebody else who knew him. He's a C6 quadriplegic super athlete, Ironman, Paralympian, and Wings for Life World Run Ambassador. Uh, Gugu was also an ambassador for the Wings for Life Run, and Peter Dupria joins us on the line. Peter, good chatting to you. Your memories of Gugu Zulu. Yes, thanks, John. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's incredible, as you just said, like a guy that I don't think I ever saw him without a smile on his face. Um, so, you know, for me, it, it's, it, you know, it, it came as a shock, actually, um, you know, when I heard what happened on Monday. Um, so it really is sad, but, you know, I always say, you know, when somebody passes away, it's it's almost for me like 
I prefer to think about how can we celebrate the yeah. amazing life that they have had. You know, so um, that was, that was, yeah, that, and, that's going to be that was going to be my last question. I'm kind of I'm kind of looking for a memory. So one thing that you remember most, and then what are you going to do to to make that the world the Guga Zulu world that he wanted? Yeah, now look for me. Um, you know, the memory for me is is just that. You know, I, I worked with him for the Wings for Life um, uh, World Run as ambassador, and um, you know, everything he did was never for himself. So for me, a memory is just everything he did in life was always for someone else or for a charity. Um, you know, so he was just so selfless. You know, it was always just doing things for someone else. You know, so so absolutely just an incredible guy to work with. You know. And what are you going to do then to to continue that legacy to to make it? You know, the 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 thing I'm wanting to get to is you'd hate for him to have lived his life in vain. So what do we learn? What do you learn from Gogo Zulu? Sure, you know, um, I think the important thing that I've learned from him, you know, talking about him always having a smile on his face, is to almost never leave a situation um, in a bad spot with someone else. Right. You know, always make sure that you live your life and whenever you had some sort of issue with anybody, make sure you fix it right in then so that you can smile um, and carry on with life going forward with a smile on your face. And that's definitely what I take from it. You're going to do that tomorrow. Absolutely. Good chatting to you, Peter Dupuy. Thanks very much for joining us on a special tribute to SAF2 Gugu Zulu here on SAFM Sports Special. Just for this hour, we're going to pay you tributes and then we'll be back to normal programming. But we thought this man deserves a full hour of our memories, our thoughts and our happiness. I think as well. We're gonna, we, we started off sad, but as we build up in the hour, we're going to remember the happiness, the, the positive side of Gugu Zulu. And then I'm going to challenge you to make the world a better place for Gugu Zulu. Uh, SMSs and tweets as well, if you do have some memories or something that you want to share, SMS number 34701 at one round ago, and you can drop us a tweet as well, at SAFM Radio. We'd love to join the conversation on that, as well as the conversations that I'm having with people that remember him, at SAFM SAFM Radio on Twitter, and you can SMS 34701. Let's go back to Monday's Sports Wrap program, and uh, sports producer, she produces Sports Wrap, and she produces this show as well. Siobhan Chetty shares her memories of Gugu Zulu. Well, Gugu was uh, was an incredible guy. Uh, we got to, to spend time with him behind the mic, uh, on air, but also off air. And uh, what he came across on air was exactly what he was like, just full of life. Uh, a really, really nice guy to, to be around. Your, your thoughts and, and memories of Gugu? Well, I remember Gugu for being someone who really loved life. And he was just happy all the time. He laughed, he smiled, even when times were tough. Everything to him, he always saw the brighter side in things. And I know when he had his baby girl that his life changed for the better. And he just appreciated every small moment. <laughs> that he did. Uh, that's, uh, and it's so true, Siobhan, what you say there as well. Just so you know uh, a little bit about Gugu Zulu, in case you have no idea who this man is. And it was fascinating. On Monday, Nelson Mandela Day, which I think is amazing, Gugu Zulu was trending on Twitter ahead of Nelson Mandela. He was on Strictly Come Dancing. He was an advanced driving instructor at the Volkswagen Driving Academy with Audi and BMW as well. Gugu began racing in 1999. Uh, he was the Vodacom Asando Sports 2000 National Championship. He won 13 of 
16 races with two second places. <laughs> no lower than second. In 2001, Sorrel van der took him under his wing and he was given second seat in the inaugural Sassel Steen team. 2003, was offered a drive in the rallying world, scoring high points in several rallies to bring him within one point of the championship leader. In 2004, he had a taste of overseas racing and he competed against the likes of Murray Andretti's grandson Marco in the Skip Barger Dodge Racing Series. And in 2007, he was appointed as the commercial manager for A1 Team South Africa, which competed in the A1 GP. The racing world, he was known as the fastest brother in Africa. He was married to bioconeticist and reality TV star Letsejo Moshwe and appeared on ETV's Fear Factor, Mnet Survivor South Africa Maldives. And he began dating in 2001 and they have a daughter called Leletu. And I'm putting up details as we speak of the Gugu Zulu family, uh, the, the foundation. And uh, what they're doing is uh, approached clients uh, to open a Gugu Zulu family trust which will establish the trust for the benefit of the Zulu family. So they've got a bank account at the moment. So they've opened the bank account. They're still putting the trust together. Uh, it will be formed. Any funds received shall be retained until the trust has been registered and the trustees take control of the funds. And uh, we've got details here from the Waterford Financial Management Proprietary Limited. I'm going to put those bank details up on my website, and then I'll share them on all the places so you can find them. So uh, certainly... Let us uh, do get involved if you possibly can and uh, to help give to Zgugu Zulu and, his, uh, and to the family as well. Let's, are we moving on? We are, are we moving on? Uh, we are to William Machopo. Uh, William Machopo is a uh, uh, top mountain biker. He's taken part in a number of things and uh, there's a great picture of Gugu making him smile. William, is, is to tell us that's your memory of Gugu as well. You know, <laughs> hi everyone. Um, yeah, um, it was, you know, it was quite a shock, um, with the news that we actually received this Monday. And, um, you know, I sympathize with the family and my condolences also. Um, I mean, with, with Gugu, I think with everyone who knows Gugu, the first thing that I would know about Gugu is, you know, the, the jokes that he made, um, the smile that he always put on people's faces and, for me, um, the picture that I have of Gugu is the first time that we actually met, um, and he just made me <laughs> laugh the whole day. Um, I didn't even know him, and he just made me laugh and, you know, made me feel not less as human as he is, you know. He was, like, a great person then. Um, he was the person that actually achieved a lot by that time, but he was so humble, like, was like a person that you can actually talk to. Um, he was no different. He, he didn't want to be actor superior than anyone. He was just down to earth person. And for me, it's the smile, um, the love that I will always remember, you know, Google for. Did you did you ride with him at times? I know he's a very keen mountain biker. You, I don't know how he did it, but he was always involved in the Absa Cape Epic. So did you have a chance to ride with him? Yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot of times that um, I actually rode with Google. Remember, there's a day that we rode. Uh, about we spent like ten hours in the bike. That was a very, um, yeah, long day. Um, but yeah, you know, like that's one of the things that that was very special for. You know, um, I mean, even though I was riding at the, I'm riding at the high, like top level. Mm-hmm. Um, ten hours will still take a toll on me, but. Google was just an inspiration to everyone because there was a group of us, there was 20 of us, and there was begin from beginners to experts, and 
she was just encouraging everyone from, from, you know, just to try and finish the ride. And I think that is, um, the guru that we should all know, that person that oversees the best out of any, everyone, you know, every one of us. Like no one was different in Google's eyes. We were just all the same. And, you know, as long as it can make you happy and make you smile, I think that was his best, um, values, you know, and yeah. Uh, do you take inspiration? Here's this young man who's made it up and he's become a, a world-leading figure. So what are you going to take from Google Zulu's life? You know, uh, the first time I, I was, um, when I was an amateur um, cyclist um, and I started winning races, I remember um, uh, I, then um, we, we, I was going for prize giving and Google was there. And... Um, when they announced it, they called, they said, um, a development writer. And he looked at me like, you finishing, um, you winning races and you still called an amateur. And the person who's second for me is still called, it's, it's a pro. And that's when he told me, she said, it's, it's really not about what people see, you know, what people think. Is about how you actually carry yourself, how you present yourself to people. Mm. Slowly, slowly, people's perceptions about you will change. And they'll actually start respecting you and knowing that, okay, you actually are forced to be recognized, but you just have to put in the work and, you know, be executive about it. Just work hard and people will actually realize that you are actually a force to recognize her. That's one of the values that she actually taught me is just to not mind of what other people are saying, just focus on my goal and try and achieve the best that I can. What are you going to do tomorrow, William, that will continue Google's legacy? After the, I'll do what um, Google left, because with the Deep Soul Mountain Bike Academy, it's still the same. Um, we, we, we just changing lives, and that's basically what he used to do. And, I mean, um, when he passed on, he passed on doing something um, to change. That was, that was actually going to change someone's life. He passed on doing charity work. And I think that's the best way that we can actually um, celebrate Google's life, still help people, because I think he passed on doing something that he really loved, something that was close to his heart. You know, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and use as much resources that I have, what I have, to try and help someone out there put a smile on someone else's face, help them reach their dreams. I think that's the best way to, um, you know, leave, let the Google legacy to live on. William Machopa, thank you very much for joining us and condolences to you as well. William Machopa, cyclist who knew Gugazilla extremely well there, uh, rider for the Cargo Pro Martin Bike Team, a brand ambassador for Lecoq Sportif South Africa. You are there, FM John Kerrick with you for till through till 7 o'clock today. We're doing the first hour of the program today as a tribute to Gugazulu because he worked with us as well, and we'll hear him chatting to me. <laughs> and that's going to be fun, isn't it? Uh, we're going to chat, or we hear, we'll go back in time a little bit to when I spoke with him in March. Let's hear from... Uh, Adrian Zhao now, uh, chatting to Brad Brown in SportRap. A former South African A1 driver, Adrian Zog. Adrian, welcome. Thanks for, for taking the time to chat to us this evening under difficult circumstances. First of all, our condolences to you. But uh, a very, very tough time and just difficult to, to sort of wrap our heads around. I'm sure you're feeling exactly the same way. 
Yeah, when I got the news this morning, it's you know I've just felt like in shock, and in fact uh, I still feel like I haven't had any chance to recover from there. Um, as I told you earlier on, uh, I feel uh, paralyzed in thoughts. You know, trying to put my feelings in words now. Uh, it's basically when I think of Gugu in my mind, I only see pictures of him smiling. You know, and. Uh, that's just how I always remember him. And uh, each time we met, you know, we always found something to laugh about, no matter what his or my situation was at that point. You know, he was a guy, he kept striving forward uh, with positive thoughts continuously. And, um, you know, it's just so sad. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking at this point of his family, of his daughter. He just sent me some pictures last week. And he was so proud of her, and uh, and you know it's just it's really sad what's happening or what happened. Yeah, Adrian. I mean, we'll chat about Gugu as as a man in just a moment because he was a phenomenal, phenomenal person. Any, anyone who who met him or spent time with him can attest to that. But let, let's talk about Gugu Zulu, the the racing driver and uh, the, the the man behind the wheel. He was very passionate about about motorsport, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we competed in complete different areas in motorsport. As you know, he was a great rally driver uh, back in SA, you know, claiming some championship wins there. And, uh, you know, when we usually met, we always were, in a way, fighting in a, in a funny, positive way, saying, well, you require, you know, more skills to go off track. And I was saying, yeah, but we have higher speeds and all so forth. And obviously, uh, we... <laughs> we um, we're respecting one another uh, massively for what we were doing. And it was just great to see, you know, where he had started and all the way he came. And, you know, just two weeks ago, uh, we, we chatted to each other and he was telling me about his dream to race in Le Mans. And I was sa- saying to him as well, you know, it would be great to put together a South African team with South African drivers and, and obviously uh, him and me to partner together because, I mean, I know him now 10 years. And, uh, you know, and this was his dream. He said, yeah, and that will definitely be the story of his life. And that's what he was striving to, you know, to get there one day, which I'm sure he would have achieved. Yeah, he, he was one of those guys that if he if he put his mind to something, he did achieve it. And and, and that would have been incredible. But let's just talk about Guguzula the man. And you mentioned his family. He was very passionate about motorsport, but he was incredibly passionate about uh, his wife, Letsejo, and their, their new baby, who's, as you rightly said, has just turned a year old. He was. There was just something about Gugu, and you mentioned his smile. He, he, he was infectious. Like you, you couldn't get away from Gugu when you spent time with him. Exactly, that's what uh, how it was. You know, as I mentioned before, you know, whatever situation he was in, even if things were not going great, uh, in whatever circumstance, he'll, he'll always have a smile on his face, and he'll, he'll always take time, uh, you know, for other people. Um, I always knew, you know, when I come back to South Africa that, that I can rely on him if I need, you know, anything. And, uh, you know, he's just, he's just been there for each and every person that he knew. And, you know, even if you just, uh, some people that recognize him on the street, you know, you'll just stop, put down the window and take time to chat to them. And, you know, just small things like that, which I really think made him very special and um, a very sympathetic person in general. 
Adrian, one lasting memory of Gugu Zulu in years from now, when you when you're old and grey and you think back on on Gugs, what what are you going to think of? Well, as I told you before, right now when when I put my thoughts together, uh, the only thing is here is just pictures of him smiling, and now even more, you know, with pictures with him and his daughter. You also his Facebook account. You just saw how proud he was of his wife and his daughter and um, that's where my thoughts are right now and uh, I really wish them lots of strength uh, because it has it must be extremely difficult for them right now and uh, I also wish that one day his daughter will understand what a loving uh, dad she had I think Guguzulu would have wanted everyone to, to carry on and, and, and build his legacy and Adrian, I'm going to challenge you. I'd love to see a South African Lamar's team, and let's do it in honor of Gugu Zulu. Oh, that's, I'm fully 100% with you with that. That's exactly what we're striving to, to put together for the future, and I hope we can continue that and, in a way, continue with, uh, with Gugu's name involved in that in the future. Motorsport driver Adrian Zaug there in conversation with Brad Brown. SMS is coming in on 34701 from Antica saying I'm really going to miss his happy voice doing the F1 crossings every weekend on the SAFM Sports Special Show. May his soul rest in peace. Uh, I only met Google on the air and in the press. He was such fun to listen to and have been crying all week. Condolences and love to all, LJ. To answer your question on what I'm going to do as a listener, John, as a school teacher, I'm going to use Gugu as an example to inspire my pupils that one person can make a contribution to making a difference in the lives of others. I think that's amazing. Well done. Uh, let's chat to Chops Sapuka, who probably set the set the tone for Gugu and allowed Gugu to, to move up Chops. Uh, I'm sure you must be heartbroken. Condolences to you and everybody around you as well. Your memories of Gugu Zulu. John, thank you so much. We are heartbroken by these news, uh, but we're taking it one step at a time and one day at a time. Uh, what, we're, and, uh, you know, what we're getting this week, and you know, it was really sad Monday, Tuesday, but I think the important thing is Google wouldn't want us to cry for him. He'd want us to go out and do something. I, I, I presume so. You know, he was, um, he was a very, uh, he was a man of integrity and fairly balanced in all risks that he, he took. And I'm sure he would want us to whilst we mourn his life, and you would still want us to carry on with life. Uh, you, you're saying, what, what, what's great, though, is that uh, people knew who Gugu was while he was still alive. It's not like he, he was always under the radar. He made a point so that people knew what he was doing and how he was doing it. Absolutely. You know, um, the sad part, and yet uh, is a great part about his humanitarian aspects, is the fact that um, while we while we lose Google in the interim, he was on a quest of doing such a very good thing from a humanitarian aspect, and it's sad, but it's and yet it's it's consoling that what he was doing was doing something for those that don't have to have. Google called you Fondini. Uh, you, you were obviously very very close. We are close with Google to, to, to a certain degree because we, we, shared, we shared different views of the same sport. We, we raced in different formulas mm. in different times. And, and um, I think I started a year, than him, a year earlier than him. But uh, this important thing comes from because he's 
Zulu and Tosa, so <laughs> sometimes we call each other like that in our different clans and um, our different cultural backgrounds, you know. And what are you going to do tomorrow then, Chops, that, that, to continue Gugu's legacy and to remember him by? I think one thing I can learn from him, what I could take from him, is his ability to dig deep even when times are tough mm-hmm. because his, his smile is, uh, I refer to it as a million-dollar smile. He smiled in time of pain. He smiled in time when he, he, was, when he was happy. And his legacy should continue in aspiring to do what is right for those that are less fortunate than we are. Chops, thanks for taking time on Sports Special to chat about Google Zulu there. Chops Apaka, uh, now a member of Motorsport, a board member of Motorsport South Africa and close friend of Google Zulu as well. Now, probably it's going to be really tough for me now. I'm sorry if I do break down a little bit. This was me turning to Google in March. No, we're not going to hear from Gugu in March, unfortunately. Uh, apologies for that. So just a, a little bit of a reminder again. I've put up on the SAFM uh, Twitter uh, details on the Gugu Zulu Foundation. If you want to have a look at, at SAFM Radio, I've put a link there to my blog site so you can have a look and all the details uh, on the at SAFM Radio Twitter. Just follow the link there and you'll see the, the banking details. It's all legit. We've made sure on SAFM will be contributing to that as well. Let's, let's go back to March now and it was the end of the Cape Argus Pick and Pay Cycle Tour and it was one of those moments in radio where we had probably an hour to kill. And Johnny Kuhn and I were sitting in the studio and Gugu came past and we, we just started chatting and we had a conversation about everything from Formula One to cycling uh, to mountain biking to uh, just about everything. And uh, Gugu, me and Johnny Kuhn had a great conversation. Zulu's in the studio as well. You, I mean, you're, you're a motor car driver. You don't, you don't wear a helmet though when you're, no, you can just, uh, you know, we can pick it up. You don't wear a helmet when you go to the shops in your car though, do you? No, I don't, but I wear my safety belt. Safety, see, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, the race is the, the, still the largest one-day timed bicycle race in the world. It's iconic. We've had people from across the globe come and ride this race. In your opinion, what's, what's the attraction? You know, I think it's this whole magic. It, it's riding en masse with all of these people in one go. And the buy-in from the good people of, of the greater city of Cape Town. I just think uh, it's a tailwind and a downhill like you can't imagine on a bicycle. <laughs> you know, it's that cheering go SAFM, go, go ride whoever it is. Mm. And uh, it's like the Tour de France. It's impossible to describe. You need to go and feel that to get that. And I think you need to be part of this just once to feel it. Yeah. And what's nice about it is it's not like the comrades, which is... You have to train for months and months and months, and then it still hurts for months and months and months. And I remember my first interview I did, uh, we did the show from the studio, and I interviewed Bruce Fordyce. It was the first time I'd come down for the cycle tour. I interviewed Bruce Fordyce, who was going to race it, and I said, how do the two compare? He says, well, the difference is, after the cycle tour, you can have a beer, whereas after the comrades, you can't even walk. And I think that's the difference. It's still a fun ride. It's still a great place to I ride think so. Bike. And you never see a runner with a smile on his face. It's always a grimace. <laughs> you know, whereas the cyclists <laughs> chat and they have great fun. And you never ever see a runner manage to push the traffic light down in the morning. They all try every day. Gugu, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've ridden this how many times now? This will be my sixth one, hey? Funny enough. But you're not... Are you riding on a bicycle? Yes. I am riding on a bicycle, but I'm doing something totally different as well before everybody. Mm. I'll be driving the lead car. Okay. For the for, for this, week, this weekend's race. And I think for me, that's a, a big plus and a big 
Tech. Last year I had the opportunity. Unfortunately, the race was cut short. Yes. So this time round, I'm coming back for the full Monty. Okay. So it must be quite difficult. You're sitting in your rearview mirror all the time because those guys can go. No, look, the guys on the bikes are actually quicker than us in the car, uh, purely because of obviously it's just the body as well as the bicycle and mm-hmm. the speed that they carry is quite uh, quite exceptional. And it's a little bit tricky because I'll be driving the commissaires around and he needs to go up and down throughout the peloton and sure. checking certain things. And I need to then obviously make sure that I don't knock anybody down and also even the cameramen that are coming past uh, over and a pass, I need to make sure that I don't uh, actually inconvenience them. So it's a, it's a big, uh, big job. I mean, it's precision driving, to be honest with you. But it's something that I've always wanted to do, and I'm now ticking that box, and uh, I'm glad to be part of this wonderful, wonderful event. Tony, you've been in the front of a peloton with her cars in the way. But a cyclist, as Gugu was saying, it's just you on a bicycle. So you've got two lanes, a road closes. Mm. A car can only turn at such a speed. Well, and in the hands of someone not quite of his skill, I think that guy's got to build up good distance before the descent to get away, because if he tries to descend in front of a peloton, even Gugu will have his hands full. Oh, so he will go ahead. He'll make up time. I have to make sure that I'm quite the distance because you know, as you as the guys come down, they carry the momentum right through. Mm. Whereas with a vehicle, you can't. You're carrying a, a lot of weight, you know. And if you're going to be turning through those bends with that kind of weight, you're not going to make it. Mm. So it's simple as that. So hence, we need to be quite the distance away. But at the same time, we need to be proactive enough to, to understand the, the distance. Mm. And uh, I think that's where my rallying experience comes into place and the precision driving comes into play as well. Johnny, Nolan Hoffman, defending champion two years in a row. He's defending today. We spoke to him earlier and he said uh, this afternoon it's, uh, that three in a row has hit him a little bit. Well, I think it has, but he's just won for the sixth time the Power Boxing Day Sports, which is sponsored by Alpha Body Works as well. And that's a record he cracked, which has stood since 1920. You know, so that's 100 years plus or whatever that the guy's done it. He's in that sort of form at the moment. He's not the smallest he's been. But uh, I think he's small enough in, in body mass to get over the climbs with him. And if he's over these things, you know. Google, you're riding Epic in a, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm riding the Epic and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't trained as much as I would love to. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've got a call, a cool request like, Google, I need help. Can you come through, ride with me? And we're going out there to just purely go and enjoy the, the, the South African um, right. you know, terrain. And, yeah. it's, it's not an easy ride to enjoy it. You know, there no. are other ways to do it. No, make no mistake. It's not. Uh, it's going to be tough. It's sore. I'll be in the hurt locker. But you know what? For what we're doing, we're doing it for charity. We're okay. doing it for, you know, giving other kids an opportunity to see life in a different way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and hence, I'm, I'm, I'm getting involved in that aspect. And I'm loving it. That's why I cycle. I'm glad you brought up the charity, Johnny Quinn. This, uh, the, there's so much money raised by this race. For charity alone, there's the two big sponsors. I think it was 43 million rand a year. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the charity initiatives, and they were highlighted at the expo, and they were all in line. It's just amazing what goes, the, the amount of money raised by writing for a great friend of his who's going through a difficult time, yeah. a friend of mine as well, yeah. going through a difficult time. So it, it's, it's suddenly you, like, you, know, you tear up because mm-hmm. yeah, it has meaning. Don't just ride for yourself. It's mm-hmm. so much. Ride for yourself, but add somebody else on as well. That's what you're doing. Making a difference, you know, and I think uh, I, I'm, I'm great to have this platform to be able to actually share my passion in sports and being able to raise funds and money for, for kids who are A, unable to do so. I mean, I'm also doing a run later on in the year and it's all about kids with spina perfida mm. issues and it's, it's good to be able to give back. So hence, I'm here and... Uh, 
Looking forward to a beautiful weather tomorrow, and please let there be no wind. Tailwind wind and downhill. Bring it on. <laughs> then that's cool. Bring it on. Tips <laughs> uh, So be on the lookout is, yeah. is the simple thing. And Constantly. to me, I think they are banned. I hope they are. Don't wear headphones. I've seen no, you, that, that's illegal. I've, I've seen people wearing headphones, and I found it amazing that you would wear a headphone. With it's one of the most irritating things because, you know, when things happen, when you need to say something, and that person can't hear you. Mm. And it, it's, it's such a big risk. I mean, we look at it in mountain biking. It's even worse. You need to get a track. You need to give space, you know, and the guy can't hear you. Mm. Uh, it's just so not on. You're with SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. That's the voice of Google Zulu. And we were just, uh, I was going to use the wrong words. We were just chewing the fat is what we were doing. Uh, not shooting that stuff. We were chewing the fat uh, on the Saturday afternoon. We just needed to kill some time. And Google was just walked past. And he said, how's it, guys? Why are you here? Johnny Kuhn and I were chatting. We kind of ran out of stuff to say. And we joined, uh, Google Zulu joined us in there. Uh, and I was saying the last time I saw Google was a couple of weeks ago. It was the launch of the 947 Cycle Challenge. And he and his wife were there celebrating their life and we're talking about their daughter. It's so sad, though, that modern multimedia, the social media, has just changed the way one looks at people. And it's, it's amazing how uh, it just brings the impact of somebody's life because it's there forever. You know, in the old days, long time ago, before all social media, you'd, you'd kind of know somebody, but you wouldn't have spoken to them for months or years even, but now with social media, you're in contact with your mates and your friends and your people that you that you are close to all the time. You're seeing their tweets, you're seeing their, their Snapchats and their Instagrams and their Facebooks and things. So when you do go back in time, and it's not that long ago, and you look at Gugu Zulu's Facebook page, and you just see him, uh, the, the picture, the last picture of him is climbing up Kilimanjaro hand in hand with his wife, sort of walking away from the camera. And it's, it's just amazing. You wouldn't have got that in the old days. And it's, it's such a good memory, though, as well. He's, one of his last uh, Facebook updates was leaving home this morning for the airport as we head to Kilimanjaro. It was much more challenging than anticipated. Parting with my legacy, my footprint, my DNA, my little baby girl tickled my heartstrings. I'll stand on the roof of Africa, shout your name, Liletu, Naledi Zulu, and tell you in the world that Daddy and Mommy love you. And the problem is that's there all the time, and it really, really hurts. Parktown Boys, head of sport is Remo Murabito. Sorry about that, Remo. Uh, Parktown Boys, Head of Sport, what's your memories of good, of Gugu Zulu? I think he was an absolutely amazing um, individual. You know, I think he, he, he lived his life to the absolute fullest. He was, he was always wearing a smile. Um, he got you know, 100% involved in all activities within the school. Um, nothing was too, too much of a, of a task um, for him. And he was actually at Parkdown at an interesting time in, in, in this country's future, you know. Parkdown was one of the first schools to open the school to the doors to all races, you know. Mm. So he was part of the era and, 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 he, and he made it work, you know. And he was, he was just, he epitomized the, 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 the holistic education that was being actively involved in absolutely everything. Uh, was he always happy as a schoolboy as well? He, he was. He was. <laughs> you, you know, you didn't... It, 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 he actually doesn't even know what happened in his life. If he ever actually had a bad day, which I'm sure he did, but uh, I, he never knew about us. You know, he actually, he, he was never a bad word spoken about him. And from the two penny perspective, you know, he was he was clearly never in trouble because he never heard a thing about him, mm. other than the great thing that he did do. And you know, and I happy he always was. What sports did he like at Parktown Boys? He was in, involved in a number of different activities within the school. You know, he he was actively involved in athletics. 
you know, more more middle distance kind of events, you know, which is probably why he, he took to endurance sports when he when he left school. Um and uh you know, but he was it was more on the cultural side that he was more actively involved. You know, he was involved in the media centre in the school, um he was in the in the major school's major production and the he was in the school choir. Um and yeah, he was just involved in absolutely everything. And Remo, what we're doing is we're we're looking ahead to how you can change the world, Gugu Zulu style. What are you going to do differently tomorrow? Oh, mate, I think uh, being involved in, in education, trying to make a difference every single day in people's lives, you know, and and if in any way I had any impact in in the kind of individual he was, then you know, then I'm then I'm doing my job, and I, and I think that's what we try and do absolutely every single day in terms of of education. You know, that's 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 what we do. That's why we teach. Remo, good chatting to you. Thanks for joining us uh, on the special tribute to Gugu Zulu. Remo Murabito, Parktown Boys Head of Sport here on SAFM Sports Special. Coming towards the end of our tribute to Gugu Zulu, I caught up with uh, somebody else who knew him yesterday. SAFM Sports Special, let's chat to somebody else who knew Gugu Zulu well. He used to work in the National Rally Championships. He was a service park manager, so he got to know the drivers quite well when they came in after their stages. Anton, uh, tell us a little bit about Gugu Zulu. Hi, good. Uh, my, my recollection of uh, Gugu was uh, really way back in uh, 2006 when I met up with him between stages on the Volkswagen Rally. And, uh, you know, what, what I found interesting about Gugu was his uh, the, the way you went about making you feel the most important person at the time. And, uh, you know, despite the fact that he was, uh, you know, basically amped to get ready to a next stage, you know, he would make time and, uh, you know, spend some real time with you and you really felt as the most important person at that time. Uh, regarding my involvement on the national circuit, uh, national rally championships, service park manager, it was um, predominantly the northern regions, Got to know Google very well, uh, you know, by virtue of the fact that you have that this uh, lanyard around your neck, you could get into the, uh, you know, into the teams or get get close up to the teams. And a lot of times after stages, you know, I made some time to go up to Google and actually have a chat with him. And uh, you know, when it was a little bit quieter, you could actually get to the point where you know we started sharing some information. You know, at some stage, I recall he was. Uh, he was having a, a sort of bad patch work-wise, but, you know, the, the nice part of it was he always saw the brighter side of it and said, you know, don't worry, you know, it's, uh, that's one of those things that comes along in life and, you know, I just need to buckle up and get on with it, you know. So that's what really struck me. He's always a friendly guy, always ready for a photo or a quick chat, and, uh, you know, got to got to share some, some pretty personal stuff with him as well, which is pretty special. Good memories of Gugu Zulu, born in 1978 and died on Monday. He was 38 years old. Condolences to his family and a reminder that we've put up details for the Gugu Zulu Trust, uh, the Gugu Zulu Family Trust that will be saving money. And uh, as soon as that trust is made up and uh, all established, uh, let's just re- I'm going to read this to you verbatim. We've opened a bank account for the Gugu Zulu Family Trust, establishing for the family through the Waterford Financial Management. Gugu's always gave of his time to charities, used his good name to raise funds for others. It's now time for us to give back and to ensure his beautiful wife and daughter are looked after. This is the best, best gift we can give a man who always gave the best of himself to us 
all. It is our goal to raise enough funds to see little Lelutu, princess in Zulu, through her schooling and to bless Lesejo, allowing her to grieve safe in the knowledge that her family will be looked after. Please give back even if you only manage a little. And I've put the links on the SAFM radio Twitter, which is at SAFM radio. Gugu, you will be missed.